Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. I've already got a workout in, spent time with my kids, did a project at my office because we're doing some construction there, on my way to an event, and then we'll leave there, go to another event in another city uh, about uh, 2,000 miles away, all in the name of business. That's what I say, my brothers, my sisters, my nephews, and my nieces. All business, all weekend. We understand you can't get the proceeds. Just say, just tell them you understand everything. And then say, with a little pause, a little pregnant pause, like one, two, three, a three kid beat. Say, hey, dude, if one thing changes, we're done. Call me back when you get when you can get it approved. Okay, I'm not going back to Grant with anything less than this. And then hang up on him. <laughs> Give me my sh- bye. So that's what happens in my life. Okay, up early. Try to go to sleep early so I can get up early. I'm late for this event right now. I know Jared's freaking out right now. I got another guy rolling around right now trying to head over there. We'll do this deal for 500 entrepreneurs this morning. These are 20-year-old, 22-year-old, 24-year-old, you know, guys getting started, trying to get their bank right, trying to figure out where to spend money, not spend money, probably trying to figure out how to show off in the process because that's what you do when you're 22, you know. You have more trouble showing up than you do have showing off. But if you'd show up more, you could show off more. Actually, if you showed up more, you wouldn't need to show off. And uh, so I'll do these guys about, spend about an hour and a half, two hours with them, do some Q&A. That'll be great for me because I love working with people a third my age. And then I'll blow out of there, get on a flight this morning, fly to Dallas, uh, one of the great cities of America. Cowboy land, baby. Cowboy land, right there in the heart of America. Some of the greatest people in the world live in that town. Great real estate town, too, by the way. And I'll get there. I'm going to go do a real estate seminar for a 1,000 people today. These are all mature real estate investors. They've gone from flipping to apartments. And I'm going to go talk to those guys about multifamily expansion, where we're at in the cycle, in the market, debt, how to get debt on these deals, how to cash flow, how to force appreciation. This is a freaking phenomenal strategy I use called forced appreciation. Um, you can read about it in my book, by the way, that we cannot keep. We ordered 10,000. The first print was 10,000. Sold them out in four days. Went back. Sherry ordered 20,000. I said, no, no. Take the 20,000. Add 50. We're already half sold out. I don't even have the book. book came in yesterday. So literally, I got 70,000 books. 35,000 of them are going out this weekend. And I expect we'll sell the other 35,000 in less than two weeks. So it's called How to Create Wealth Investing in Real Estate. If you want to grab it, cardonecapital.com forward slash book. Cardonecapital.com forward slash book. And by the way, you can't even buy it right now. 
okay? It's free. You take care of the shipping. I'll send you the book. Then I'll put you on my list and keep showing you everything I'm doing about real estate. And then uh, tomorrow morning, I have a meeting that, a secret meeting I can't talk about. I'll disclose later once I know it works. And then we'll get on a plane and come home tomorrow, and I'll be with my family tomorrow night. That's a day. 24 hours. <laughs> 24 hours. Johnny the camera guy's coming with me. He's a cool dude. If cool is good, then Johnny's in the good land. Yo. Because he's a cool dude. Everybody likes Johnny. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 10 X. Backstages, man. These back rooms. Who knows what's happened back here? <laughs> yeah, it is. So, so Cody, y'all met yesterday, right? Yeah. Y'all started yesterday? Oh yeah, we ran through the videos. Everything looks good. Oh, oh, but I mean, is today the start? No, it's a one day. It's event. one day. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like our team met to like coordinate everything. Uh, okay. Yeah. So I have you uh, like eight thirty to nine thirty. Okay. Whatever, however long you talk. Right after, what we're gonna do is form a line for VIP. You're gonna, we're gonna go in the lobby at the little photo booth, and you'll just stand there. We're gonna snap photos okay. one by one. Okay. All right. First, I, I want to uh, acknowledge Cody and his team for putting this together. Like, it takes a tremendous amount of work, a lot of courage, a lot of commitment to get people to fill up seats to stop what they're doing on a weekend. Uh, you, should, you guys should give his whole team a big hand. Okay. I mean, it was. Uh, I wish. I wish I would have been thinking like he's thinking at his age. How old are you, Cody? Twenty-four. Twenty-four years old. I met Cody when he was 21 years old, by the way. I don't know how many of you know that. I think 21, 20 years old. He, did a, he came on to a, a show that we were doing called Whatever It Takes because we were having a hiring problem. 
And uh, if, you, if you're in business, how many of you are in business for yourselves? Okay, good. So if you go to try to hire somebody, you're going to probably run up against like this massive problem on planet Earth, which is finding good people. I'll guarantee you some of these empty seats were people that were planning on coming today and couldn't. Like they just can't make it damn to the seat. They're like, shit, I did commit, but I can't commit. So, so I, you know, I, I know where I was at when I was 24 years old. I was, uh, if you don't know my story, uh, I had been a drug addict since I was 16 years old. My dad died when I was 10. Everything went south for me after that. In the next six years, I'm looking and waiting on the whole uncle thing. If you've ever heard me called, <laughs> called Uncle G, G. It, it came up because when I was 10 years old, my dad died. The next day, literally the next week, it was a Monday, my mom had to sell the house that we lived in. Um, And we were fortunate enough to have this wonderful house that my dad bought right before he died. And uh, literally in a week, my mom sold the house. We moved out of it. We moved into this other little smaller house. So we kind of lost the dream thing that my dad worked for. And we were in this other, this little house. And I was pissed off about it. I'm like, dang, I just gave up the lake, the boat. We had a little skiff. It wasn't really a boat. In Louisiana, you know, if you can paddle it, we call it a boat. We exaggerate everything there. And, and uh, I was angry. My dad was gone. I kept waiting for my dad to come back. And when he didn't, I'm like, man, I hope one of my three uncles, maybe one of my three uncles will show up. And they never did because they had their own life going on, right? So uh, by the time I was 16, I was just like hanging out with other dudes and, and people that were, they didn't have a direction either. They didn't have a mission. And the next thing you know, I go from being a decent human being, a good guy, to, to a drug addict. And then one day, one day, my mom, by the way, for the, you guys that are, are any parents in the room, okay? My mom finally had the courage, finally had the courage to say, don't come back here again. And that's when my whole life changed. Books, programs, conferences, conventions, all that time I spent doing drugs and wasting time, I poured all of that in to self-enhancement. How can I get better? How can I get faster? I've read thousands of books that were meaningless to me. Meant nothing to me. I don't even remember the name of the book. Few of them made a difference. Okay? Even the ones that didn't make a difference, at least I'm like, no, I don't think that's for me. You know, that, that's not my deal. That, that's not a bad book. Okay? That's me learning. Like, if you guys are going to do this, show up. Okay? Show up. Earn money. Learn how to store the money and learn how to use it. Because if you can't do this, if you can't flow the money back out, if you're sitting on a grand right now or two grand or five grand, make it official that you're broke. Do not try to save five grand. It's no money. Just make it official. Get rid of it and be broke. Because you're broke already. And maybe you'll hustle now like you need to replace your reserves. That's why when I earn some money, I store it, okay? If, if, if I store $30 million, I know I'm getting rid of it. Twice a year, I dump everything I have. Entire, every penny I have does not go into some emergency account. It goes into an asset that will make babies or make me known. And you guys can do this. Everybody in the room can do this, okay? If I can do this, you guys can do this. But pick carefully who you listen to. 
Otherwise, if you listen to another person that says save your money, and I'm saying use your money, you're going to have a conflict, and a conflict is a problem. Okay? If the person you sleep with wants you to work less and you want to work more, you want to get rich and she doesn't or he doesn't, okay? she's satisfied and you're not, you got a conflict. You better either handle the conflict or handle the conflict. Okay? Thank you very much for having me here today. And then, and then let's do some questions, huh? I'll be at your tenant event as well. Good, good. Just so you know, last year I was working, I was doing 50000 a a year. Yeah, how you this doing year now? already did a hundred K. Bang! Bang dog, that's good. Awesome man. Awesome. Appreciate double, you. Man. Double. Yeah. Double in a already. year. Yeah. Double in a year. Five hundred K in Two X ain't ten X, but it's two X. And that's big. What did you just finish doing? Two X is actually a hundred percent increase, but uh, what I finished doing, I just finished talking to talking to about four or five hundred entrepreneurs, young dudes, young chicks. They freaking ready to rock. They got. They're gonna go out there, man. I hope I gave them some good information, and and I hope I didn't. I hope I hope I hope I inspired them to where this is the moment that they change their lives. Okay, this is that added little piece of dynamite that takes the house down, so they can rebuild their empire. Let's go behind the table. Yeah. How are you? Thank you so much. Thank you. I just want to take so selfie. Hey, what's up? One thing you want to say to Instagram. Hello. <laughs> yeah, stay up. Just say the camera Dallas, the big D, baby, we in the big D. We in the land of the most American people in America. This is the heartland. This. These are the ultimate Texans. Right is that right, John? Yeah, Ult that's right. Ultimate Texas and big D. I mean, this is the only city in Texas that if you come here, you end up being a Texan. That's right. You could even come from Paris. You could be, like, from Cape Town, Africa. You could be from you spend enough time in Dallas, you become a Texan. You change the way you eat, the way you raise your kids, even the way you vote. The place has got to draw on people. D stands for hypnotism. <laughs> they hypnotize you over here, man. That's it. along with me everywhere I go. I'm getting ready to do a real estate conference for a thousand experienced and mature real estate investors. If you knew what I was going to share with them, the one biggest, most important number in all of real estate investing, there's one thing. If you read my book, you know what it is. I'm going to share it with them today and it's going to blow them top off their heads. There's some people in the room that are retired from apartment investing and they're going to, I guarantee you, when I'm done today, they're going to be like, 
Honey, what was we thinking getting out of this game? We got to get back in it. We did it wrong because we did it small. Ooh. Hey, if you're not invested in apartments, seriously, if you're not invested in apartments, if you don't know the game, had to learn the game, learn the game, figure the game out, I promise you, with every fiber of my being, I believe that apartment investing will prove to be, over the next 25 years, the single best investment that you can make, that you can possibly make, okay? Let's go see the Sun Rocks. Sun Rock and Sun Dome. What a, what a great what a great song, huh? Am I on? 10, 10X right here. How, how y'all doing? Good, good. Let's make some money, all right? Okay? You guys sit down. I just want to share some ideas with you that might make you money. Jillian, where's Jillian? Where's Jillian? She's going to tell me I can't use the G word. Can't use the G word. Can't use... I mean, I, I'm, I'm running out of vocabulary, Okay? So I'm going to go ahead and get it out of the way and use the G word. I guarantee you, Jillian, I I guarantee you we're going to meet here 25 years from now and you're going to look back and say, I should have been in apartments. I should have bought a bunch of them. I should have loaded up. I should have played big. As long as you got this, folks. As long as you got this and you have time, you're going to make shitloads of money in apartments. Okay? I guarantee it. Every, like every free second I have, I'm still doing what I was doing, what my daddy was doing at six years old, looking at real estate. There's some, damn, those are good. Here's some good seats. How many of you drive by and you're like, oh, <sighs> damn, I wish I owned that thing, man. Oh, my God. Okay? And, and so, so we were driving, we were looking in Houston, Texas at all these listings. We literally had in three days, we looked at over 10,000 units in three days. Okay, it was about 30 properties. And, um, and I happened to stumble across this property called Woodway. And I'm like, that's it. Okay, I'm going to share with you today the most important number in all of real estate. There's one number that nobody ever talks about that's the most important number of every number. And nobody ever talks about it. I'm driving, I'm driving 10,000 units I looked at. No, 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 stupid, rap. I don't want that. Bad location, ooh, great location there. I don't like the, you know, right? Something about it didn't feel good. And then we drove across this one property, and when I drove up, I had this vibration. Y'all ever vibrate? Anybody in the room ever, you're like, oh. 
First time I met my wife, I started vibrating. Dude, who's that dude? That, that's good shit there, dude. That's too much. That's too much, man. Take it easy. Quit showing your shit off, man. Okay. That's good. That's good. That's good. That's good. So, 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 uh, this is fun, man. By the way, I just want to give a big hand to Brad and Jen for putting this on. Give them a big hand, man. I've done, I've done, I don't know, three or 4,000 speaking engagements. I did not start in real estate. I've been buying real estate for 25 years. That was not my first business. It was my third business. I've been accumulating real estate for my first two businesses. I take all the money left over from those first two businesses. And when I couldn't advertise or market or brand them, anything that was left over went into real estate. Okay, that's all I've been doing. And nobody knew I was buying real estate. I was talking to Ford Motor Company when I was 30 years old, Nissan, Chrysler, did a bunch of work in the automobile business, started working with Morgan Stanley. These are big, big sales organizations. And I would go in and help raise their top line. That's all I did. That's how I made my, my money to invest in real estate. Started a second company that was a consulting company. We did some technology stuff that was cool, made a bunch of money there. All that money went into the third business, the real estate. Nobody knew. Like if you go on YouTube and put in my name, you're going to see so many videos, you're going to be like, damn, I'm just a marketing promotion machine. And the reason I market and promote all this other stuff, books and programs and stuff, is so that I can get money. Every time somebody gives me $49, that money's going into a real estate deal. <laughs> okay. Okay. Like, like, like that's all I do. Every time I get free money, any free cash, any extra money goes into real estate. I'm not going to do the presentation. <laughs> okay. So, so I'm driving. I'm driving. See, this is what I know. I, I don't leave money at the bank. Money's being destroyed at the bank. Five trillion dollars is sitting in banks right now. Five trillion dollars is sitting in equity in your homes. How many of you got equity in your home? Quit bragging about that. That's stupid. <laughs> you shouldn't even own a home. Okay. I'm not talking about irresponsibly wasting money. I'm talking about using money not to pay the IR and the S, Jillian. Okay? At the end of last year, I had this massive tax bill, biggest tax bill I ever had. I called my accountant and said, hey, what can we do about this? We've done everything. You got that accountant, that guy? We've done it all. I said, bullshit, dude. We ain't done it all. We got people trying to go to Mars. You're telling me you've done it all? Okay? They got, we got to do something, man. He's like, Grant, we did the accelerated depreciation. We've done this. We wrote this off. We wrote this off. I said, dude, dude, I could give the money away. What if I just give the money away? All of it. Well, yeah, but I mean, you know, that, 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 that would be stupid. I said, I didn't say just give it away, did I? I said, and I called Gulfstream and I bought a jet. Okay? And I wiped out my entire tax bill for last year, this year, and next year. Uh-huh. That's freedom. That's freedom. Freedom is, freedom is, uh-huh. But you got you to gotta have extra money to do that. I was not taught that kind of money. Okay? My dad was not looking at that kind of real estate. Okay? The most important number in real estate, the most important number is the number of units. It's not the cap rate. It's not the cash on cash. It's not the GPM, it's not the rent multiplier, it's not the NOI. Dude, it's the number of units you have. You need numbers of units. This is about scale. 
You got to get scale, okay? It doesn't matter how good the cash return gets on six units. Six times whatever number is that. How many of you were brought up with, with uh, uh, either poor or middle class? How many of you were brought up poor or middle class? So you were brought up the way I was. My dad dies when I'm 10. He's 52 years old. The only income earner in the house died. We get, we get, mama gets a check. Mama gets a check, and mama doesn't know, she doesn't know how to bring money in. So what does she have to do with that little pile of cash she's got? Save it. Protect it. She's got to put five kids through school. So we went into this massive emergency. Okay? My dad had his house paid for, had life insurance money, did everything the book says to do. But no money, no, no new money was coming in. No new money coming in. My mama should have been in grief and not. She was not in grief. My mom was in fear, constant fear. Turn those lights off. Okay? Sold the house, the dream house my dad died. This will prove to you not all real estate is created equal. How many agree with that? That single family home that did not produce income, if it actually created financial freedom, my mom would not have had to sell that house. Okay? She had to sell it. It was sold a week later. See, my mom went from grief to fear. I got to move. I got to move. We got to move. She had to sell the dream house. Why? Because she couldn't take care of it. And then we had to downsize. We had to go to another little house. She poured all the money into that. She didn't know how to bring new money in. She didn't know how to invest. She didn't know about this vehicle. And then, and then her thing now was to conserve. Turn, turn the lights off. Turn those lights off, boy. Okay? How many? Dude, what do you, what is this? This guy's the mood, dude, or what? This is weird, man. Okay, okay, okay. Check it out, check it out. How many are brought up like this? Your, your mama feeds you. How many are from the South, first of all? How many are from the South, okay? All right, so, you, what, what did she say? Louisiana. Oh, yeah, okay, good, okay. Probably dated half for all her sisters, okay? So, so we, we, she's probably my sister. Might be a cousin or something. Hell, she might be mine. Okay, so, so, so check it out. So check it out. Like, like my mom would feed me a meal. I had a great mom, by the way. A unbelievable mom, right? And, and she would be like, eat all your food. Everything came with a lecture. Eat all your food. And then I'm like, I'm full. She's like, eat it. Somebody's starving in China. My mama didn't even know where China was. Okay. Okay. The only time she was, she was interested in other people, she's like, People are starving somewhere, Grant. You got a bike? How many got the lecture? You got a bike. You got a roof over your head. You got an education. You got it so much better off than I did. Be grateful. And I'm like, no, no, I want to get rich. I'm 12 years old. I want to be rich. I want to get so freaking rich, I don't have to worry about the freaking electricity, the toilet, the water, or the food, okay? Now, if you've been influenced by that kind of thinking, you cannot scale to the number of units you need. So you're going, to walk, you're going to walk into this apartment deal. You're going to baby yourself into the deal. Or you're going, to, you're going to accumulate a little bit and do what I did and stop. You're going to go into conservation mode. Okay, I got a rule. Never take advice from a millionaire. Ever. Because their advice is all the same. Conserve what you have now. Okay? Money is fertilizer. Okay? And fertilizer is not good in the bag. Because that number is an opportunity for me. I can fill those units up. Fairfield probably has 5,000 vacant units. 
They just don't own them. It's a piece of paper. They convert that property to a piece of paper, turn it into a REIT, sell it to a bunch of dummies. Okay? So, look, I, I just want to tell you this. I, I love what I, the real estate game. It is the only business I have out of seven businesses that has provided me with financial freedom. The other six businesses, I work very hard. Every day I work. I work in all my businesses very hard. I make time for both my kids. I make time for my wife. I make time for everything. I do not make time for excuses. Okay? My real estate is my favorite business. I told my wife, okay, I said, look, if I ever die, well, I will. When I die, okay, when I, when I die, when I die, she knows this is written in the will. She's like, you sell two things immediately, the same week. You sell the jet and you sell the condo and you keep everything else. Don't sell one apartment building. Don't sell anything because it'll take care of you. It'll take care of the kids. It'll take care of our church and our charities for hundreds of years. My real estate, the real estate that I pick, I look at it and I say, that piece of real estate right there, Woodway Square, Houston, Texas, will be in business longer than Facebook. Like if I have one thing to give you today that, that would be valuable to you and your family is what not to buy. Twos, fours, sixes, and eights will go back to banks. They cannot compete in the marketplace. You cannot compete in this marketplace. 12 units cannot compete with my 300-unit deal in Orlando with a $1.5 million swimming pool, 1,200-square-foot uh, 1200, uh, facility for health, health and wellness. And Dude, I'm buying properties right now that fitness centers. Like You're not going to go to 24-hour fitness anymore. It's getting weird. It's getting weird. Okay? It's getting weird in here. So... Um, you know, how do I exit? I know, I know the people that are going to buy my deals are going to be people that always have money. Who, who always has money? Insurance companies. Fannie, the Freddie. Who's going to use Fannie and Freddie? Big hitters that are buying big deals that want to accumulate big properties. I'll, I'll finish with this story. I bought a deal in Nashville uh, three years ago. It was 823 units. The deal was $63 million. The guy wanted out of Nashville. He was in Chicago. They were mismanaging a property. It was probably C property at best. It had a bad loan on it, okay? Five and a half or five and three quarters percent interest. P and I, um, I went in and assumed the deal. I took the deal out from PNC. I said, I'll buy the whole deal. Drove over there, fell in love with it. I love this, okay? But what I really liked was the 823 units. I put uh, $8 million down on 63, financed, whatever the difference was, 55. Terrible loan, almost no cash flow in this deal. C properties, almost no cash flow. See, that's what I'm saying. You don't want to get locked in one of the, the boxes, right? Because I knew my exit, and my exit was going to be to a guy that wanted 823 units in Nashville. Okay? I bought the deal for 63, just went under contract hard with $2 million for $91 million. I made $27 million in three years plus a little bit of cash flow. Nice little score. Okay? I didn't do anything. I didn't do anything to the place. Okay? I, I, I closed the deal and I blessed it by spitting on the car lot. Uh, let's make some money. Okay? Hey, let's make some money, all right? Thank you for having me here. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you.
they're even trying to, well, not trying. I mean, they're they're doing facial stuff. They're uh, doing hair, hair regrowth. Uh-huh. Like, it's everything. It's is everywhere. It, is there any validation that's doing it? That, that, like yeah. The hair? Uh-huh. There's a lot of research behind it yeah. and, and the validity of it and how well it works and so yeah, forth. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Looking good, man. Oh, thank you. Trying to keep up with you. Yeah, yeah. Stem cells can't. Stem cells can't change your clothes. No, 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 no. The guy JD that's driving us this morning, he says he gets in the car. He's like, "How long is it going to take?" And I'm like, "Uh, "What what do you mean?" I said, "Oh, I don't know." I said, "I I thought he was talking about this." And I said, "I don't know, about thirty minutes or something." And he's like, "Thirty minutes?" He's like, "No, man." How long is that going to take? Now, if we're going to go on his knees, are you going to have yeah. to take off those pens? So gonna have to take I was going to come in naked, but I just thought, yeah, you know, this is Texas. Don't worry, I'll blur you out, man. <laughs> why, why do you want me to do that? I just thought you might like to. Okay. So for your own energy, just so that, you know, yeah. you put it in your body. Um, no, we screw them at minus 100 degrees, and when they ship them to us, they're minus 60 degrees. Wow. Centigrade. Yeah. So we... Uh, have them shipped in dry ice. Yeah, and but pink's but, not really my color. <laughs> oh, <right. laughs> oh, come, come on. on, real men wear pink. pink. <laughs> I don't even wear underwear. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sometimes yeah. they're not pink. Sometimes they're clear. It just amazing. Oh, yeah. It just it just depends on how much heme ends up in the. That's awesome. Uh, so this is two milliliters right here. Yes. Guys, come see Dr. Carl, okay? <clears throat> if you're in Dallas and you want to know about stem cells, how it can restore damaged areas or maybe aging areas in your body, check this guy out. He knows all about the space. He's actually teaching other people, other doctors, uh, how to get in the space. And rather than cut, like, you know, you go, you go to, you, you become a doctor, you learn how to cut stuff. So rather than doing that first, Consider this thing, the stem cell thing. You want to say anything about it? What's going on in this space? It's, it's very interesting. Yeah, it's growing. And, and what we want to do is we want to empower doctors out there and, and people to know about this stem cell and what it does for the body before, you know, they take the regular measures, which is possibly just a, a pain medication or, or surgery. So we urge everyone to really look at this and how they can actually spread the message into their communities. So thanks for coming in. Yeah, thank you, Dr. Yeah. Cole. Good, good group of people here. Hey, we're just leaving Dallas. Uh, had a great trip here yesterday. I was in Miami yesterday morning. At this time, I was doing a presentation of 500 young entrepreneurs in Miami. Yesterday afternoon, I did 1,000 real estate investors. By the way, it was freaking epic. If you've never seen me present on real estate to a live audience, you have to see it, okay? I break it down and make it so simple. I'm going to do this in our real estate program and my book. Um, how to create wealth investing in real estate, like simplify it down to where it's like, oh, I totally got it. There were some seriously sophisticated real estate investors in there that have done many, many courses. Some of them had been retired. Some of them were multimillionaires. Some of them owned, uh, one guy owned about 500 units, came up to me and says, dude, you just showed me what I didn't know in less than one hour. Three things I shared with him, he said will take him to 5,000 units. So I did that yesterday, two gigs yesterday. This morning I went and got injected for stem cells. Let's see what that does. Maybe I can live another, maybe I can live till I get to the trillion. 
And uh, now we're on our way back. I'm going to spend the rest of the day with my family. I hope you're having a great day today. I hope you have a great week. I hope you have a great month. But mostly, I hope you create a great life for yourself and your family. Okay? And that means work. Okay? And it means discipline. It means not doing foolish stuff. My life turned around. I started creating a great life for myself when I quit doing dumb stuff. First, you got to stop the dumb stuff. But then you got to replace it with the smart stuff, right? Doing the smart work, making the smart decisions, being disciplined, not wasting your money, not blowing it, and not just sitting on it. you got to use the money, okay? So if I can ever help you, anything I can do for you, whether it's in Dallas or what's that new city called? Starts with a D. Over in the mid Saudi Arabia. What's it called? Dubai. 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 Whether you're in Dallas or Dubai, man, if I can help you, I don't care the color of your skin, your religion, your age, young or old, male or female, anything I can do to help you, man. I wanna, I wanna take you on as my niece or my nephew or my brother or my friend and help you. Now, if you're negative, just stay away. If you can't listen, don't bother. But everybody else, everybody else can come play with me, okay? Because I want a big family, not limited to four or five people, but limited to 40 or 50 million or a billion. Think big.